Let's get ready to. Welcome to Let's Talk Balls. Jordan Cuddy Buckets. Sports? Cat the Closer. I see something and I have to get to the. I have to get to the bottom of it. Hello, everyone. This is Papa. Golf is a very easy sport to nap through. You know, Man United or the Yankees, Liverpool are easily the Red Sox and or the Celtics. Might we say we had a ball? Good sports. At this podcast, we believe that representation matters, giving voice to the voiceless, that it is your body, your choice, that Black Lives Matter, that trans rights are human rights, that sports, whether played with or without a ball, and fandom are for everyone. And we want to tell those stories. Oh, she's back, back, back again. Getting up, getting up. What's cooking? It's Monday. Mm-mm, Monday mania. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Monday Night Football. Eagles are losing. What? She's back with her original remix, y'all. Back, back, back again. So something, something, let's begin. <laughs> do you have to say you make up great songs for the boys? I do have to say I agree. <laughs> so we are Hi, back. honey. Hello. Gosh, I've missed you. It's been a long time. How are you? I I know. I'm, you know what? Hanging in. Yeah. You just stayed in that room yeah. this whole like six weeks, eight weeks. <laughs> <laughs> stayed in my office, just working. Somebody agreed to gainfully employ me. So I'm exchanging my services for cash. Um, wow. Under the table. Account. How are we working this? <laughs> Sponsorships? I don't know the specifics. Oh, great. One of those jobs. <laughs> no, we are so thankful. We are thankful because we were doing too many podcasts, apparently, and uh, they had to take us off the market because we were just taking so many listeners and so much time from people. So they're like, oh, we, were, we had the too popular, too popular problem. <laughs> Yeah, so popular. So they're like, oh, let's give her a job. She'll be busy. And she was. But we kind of knew this was coming. We wanted to get, you know, 10 episodes in the bag. And we wanted to take a break because we knew that's just what reality would bring. So kids went to school. Yeah. Job. A lot has happened. It's the yeah. end of year We've for sales. So, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. So, you know. This uh, we're gonna do uh, try to do five of a five part series here of sorts, and it's uh, not connected, so that just means we committed to five episodes, and we're (laughs) saying it on the air to hold ourselves accountable. (laughs) Bring them back, bring them back. But I have to say, we did have some fans run. We we did have a couple fans write in. They wrote in on my company Slack. Interesting, huh? Yeah, I got one text. You got a text. I got a couple Slack messages. I'm just like, oh my God, y'all get a discard. Anyway, so. <laughs> get a discord? Do people use discord? Yeah, you yeah. don't? You just said it? Did you I learn it discord. at work? I have, for the record, I have a discord. I got a discord. You have it? On the. For yourself? I got a ch- chaff again. Listen, I got a discord, Okay. okay? I got a Discord in March of 2020. Okay. Say more. Somebody's idea at my office, of which I will not name, 
had the idea that we would all just hang out on Discord and we'd be able to just like chat. This is pre-Huddle. So like Huddle, let's be real. Slack got hip to Discord. And so it would just be like, oh, we could just be like, oh, I don't need to talk to you. It's like the new desk bomb or whatever. You know, like the way that we can just do do. Hello. It was a way to connect. Connect with sweet, you know. And I was like, no, I feel a little bit big brother. I'm not gonna do this, you know. Mm -mm. Plus, I was pregnant, so I was eating every five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) That was me chewing when I was pregnant. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Donuts and papaya. Oh, and Cool Ranch Doritos. Yeah, I'd never seen a Cool Ranch Dorito in the house, and then all of a sudden we had bags. Well, we had to find the bags first because there was a run on the grocery stores. And that was hard because you had cravings that I could not fulfill. Oh, my God. We had to wipe down our groceries. I got donuts delivered. <laughs> Pizza at 10 a.m. That was a life. <sighs> That's a good story. Yeah. That was a life. So where well, have we been? I mean, like, what, what have we been doing? Working. Traveling. Kids have been in school. What's We're getting like ready for, for all the holidays. What's it like having the kids in school? Yeah. I love how much they love it. Um, Oh, a true Pisces answer. (laughs) I love taking them to school and picking them up because right now they're very excited to go to school. I do have, I do get anxiety around picking them up sometimes because I don't like, I I get anxiety around any comments we might get from teachers. Like Cal was handsy today or, yeah, so that that brings me a little bit of anxiety. But you know what? They're making friends. They're learning things. They're doing activities that I don't have the energy or the space to try to figure out <laughs> or facilitate for them at home. I just don't have. I'm not that that organized. Do you want to hear the Taurus answer? I would love the Taurus answer. I love dropping them off and I love the empty, empty house. <laughs> And then the part I don't tell people because this is a total Taurus move. I love picking them up. But don't tell anybody. I, I will tell nobody, but our four listeners will know. Okay, cool. Hi, Mom and Dad. <laughs> so, yeah, we've been hanging out with the Cuddy crew. They've been here since um, Halloween times. So we got to do Halloween with the cousin crew. That was fun. Our kids did Halloween. They did not wear costumes. Um, Jay took the opportunity with every door that opened to go inside. He inside it was home. Kind of like a, you know, real estate roulette, if you will. And that was interesting. <laughs> but I loved it because I love seeing inside people's houses and it was dark. So the lights were on. I was like, oh, idea. Oh, idea. Oh, you guys should do something about that. You know, <laughs> oh, no. Totally nosy, nosy. <laughs> yeah no that was awesome and then they just started trying to open people's doors like not knocking or ringing a doorbell because they don't get that yet but just trying to open doors which some of them were open cal's had one 20th of a reese's cup and decided he doesn't like candy which is totally fine more for us jay still demands something from the pumpkin 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 yeah we keep the candy in one of in one of their pumpkin well, he's had the last Thanks. piece today. Oh, okay. And I had it's to gone. Snack size Snicker bar, like the little, little, little square into <laughs> four pieces. Square. But he finally ate it. I think he got a little, <laughs> a little intimidated by the peanuts. 
But anyway, it's been it was a eventful Halloween, and um, before that, I even went home uh, to visit my pops. Uh, and of course, in true fashion, we had to go to a playoff game. So we went to see the what Guardians. Playoff? Well, MLB uh, Guardians playoff game, which was it was interesting, right? Like having to do a play in just because you're not the top two teams, and it's like the first year for that. Super exciting. Totally get it. As a fan whose team won their conference you get a little ticked off because you're just like, no, 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 give us the full series. You know, like we want a full five gamer series, not this two out of three bullshit. So it was a little bit stressful. We won the first game. The whole series was at home. So that was interesting. And, um, you know, my, my mom and my dad and my brother and I, we haven't done something just the four of us. Like I like cannot even remember. It was probably a funeral. Like, you know, like we just haven't done anything. Um, just the four of us in forever. Um, so that was cool. And because y'all know we're superstitious, we went to the 15th inning tribe, uh, guardians win against, um, Tampa Bay. And yeah, uh, that Saturday game. So like we got to spend a lot of time together <laughs> and we, we got to that like ninth inning. Right. And it's like one zero and we're just like, okay, like nobody can move. You can't move. You can't go to the bathroom. You can't get anything. You literally just have to sit there. And to the point where we're like, you know, it's two and three or sorry, three and two, two outs. And like people are standing up and it was like, Oh no, no, no. Aaron, you can stand up. That's my brother. Dad, you can you can sit down. Mom, you got to stand up. Oh, nope. They got on base. So now she has to sit down next time. Like we were just lunatics at this game. Listen, this is an Ohio thing, though. Is it? Wait, yes, I want. I gotta know. Is this an Ohio thing or a Midwest thing? Like, is this specific matter. to? It's a cutty thing. Because I didn't. We're okay. wild. Like we are just bonkers. <laughs> of course, this all matters. It's all dependent upon us. I just, well, yes, of I course. I just want to say I something. just assumed it was Ohio. I just want to say one thing. It Go was for cold. It. it was really cold. So cold. And I waited as long as I could. I waited as long as I could. And finally, I was like, fuck it. I know this is like putting on new clothes and probably going to fuck us up, but I'm so fucking cold. And I pulled a, I pulled a, game changer frankly but it could have gone bad i put my hat on put my hat on in the bottom of the 15th inning what happened what happened Catherine? so you're saying you won the game i'm not saying i didn't i'm not <laughs> saying i didn't sometimes they just fair. need a different type of rally cap fair i love that anyway. that hat that you're talking about isn't even a beanie or a toque or whatever it's a cap like an actual brimmed hat so the amount of warmth is limited it was a toque, it was a toque. yeah honey come oh. on it's like i was in cleveland so anyway it was a toque. I, I put it on we won i you know i can't say enough about two cleveland teams right now one the guardians had 19 rookies on their roster they weren't even they shouldn't even have been where they were anybody projecting when they were going to start showing up in the playoffs was like in two years there's a guy in the the um uh, jose ramirez he's also a gentleman on the 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 guardians team and we call him smiley in our house 
because for the longest time he wouldn't smile. And now he's like a total leader in the clubhouse. He he signed recently. He could have gone big, big, big money. And he was just like, no, like he started with Cleveland when he was like 16 years old. And he's just like, this is my city. This is my family. He probably gave up like 20, 30, 40 million dollars to stay in Cleveland. No player's ever done that to stay in Cleveland in the MLB. So you got him. It's a great leader. And then you just got, you know, Francona, like Terry Francona, the head coach. They just have something special going on with the youth and the way that they play team ball, making contact. They don't hit home runs. And that probably what's makes it difficult to make big, you know, leaps in games, but they were so exciting and fun to watch. And then I'm also watching the Cavs lately. And I know that they're in a bit on a losing streak, but man, another young team that just seems to have fun together. I don't know if you follow them on Instagram, but like, I don't know. What's one other account? Give them a follow. They're so cute. They just care about one another. I love their little antics and their. What's some content? Like, give me examples. Well, like Like, at the end of every game, they give like this big, um, basically a chain that you would see on like a dog from the dog pound at a Browns game. And it is like a gaudy looking chain with a big C and like whatever their thing is through the middle. And they give it out and then they film it. And like one day they gave it to the coach. It was just like, I don't know. One time they gave it to the whole team. One time they gave it to like, so it was just so nice. That's just like, you could just tell. Do you remember that they like each other? They actually like each exactly. other. Exactly. I mean, so then you start to look at like, you know, the nets and you look at like, just Oof. where the fucking drama is. And it's just toxic. And I, and like, I don't know if we're ready to go to Kyrie because I want to say some things about him, but I'll save it. I'll save it. I'll save it. Because you have some exciting stuff going on in your neck of the woods. Well, very similarly to what you're talking about with the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers and their team chemistry, um, the Vikings right now are like just surprising the world. Uh, I always like to start with my expectations super low um, because I've learned from watching my father be a fan my whole life that it's usually just disappointment city. Um, But right now the Vikings are eight, eight and one and their only loss is to the Eagles, a division rival who are undefeated as of right, as of this recording. And um, they're winning close games. They just had, uh, a huge, huge win over the Bills in what I'm going to say is the game of the year. Um, so far, unfortunately, the Vikings have those amazing games during the regular season and not <laughs> like very consequential games. <laughs> but this was an incredible game and the lead changed 100 times back and forth from the fourth quarter. Um, at Jordan's rolling her eyes just for anyone no, listening. Because, I'm not rolling No, you're not? Well, I have this thing where I don't like. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Yes, exactly. We're going. Yeah, that's what I was going to bring it up because I'm I'm being all proud of my team. But I also we were driving back from um, Palm Desert this weekend. And so we were in the car during the game and they were losing 10 to 24. And I was like, it's not worth listening to. I don't want to listen to it because I had just come off of Oregon losing their game to Washington the day before in a very, very sad way um and i was like i can't take it i don't want to listen um and then it ended up being like a crazy good game my so here's my so here's my thing right like if you flash back like four years ago five years ago i think five years ago okay 
Are you going to talk about the game? The, yeah, Diggs, the Diggs game. had this crazy... Like, I don't even need to go, like, totally back because I don't remember the context, but you get, if you turn things off, whether it's 24-10 at halftime or, like, you're down seven with, you know, a minute and a half left, you just deprive yourself of a potential sports moment that could be, like, watched live, like... I I I think you got you're so quick to cut off the pain, so to speak, and I'm just like, whoa, you missed the comeback. You would have well, totally turned that, this off if we were at home. You would have turned it off. You would have missed that fumble in the end zone, and therefore probably the rest of it. Because I'm not even sure you would have checked. I definitely would have because I I pay attention to it even if I'm not watching it because um, somehow refreshing the game cast on ESPN uh, is more comforting than watching things happen real time. But yeah, I get, I mean, I had, so in the saints game a couple of years ago, um, case Keenum threw a pass to Stefan Diggs as the time, as the clock was expiring at home. Um, and it sent them to the NF, the NFC championship uh, where they lost to the Eagles who went on to win the Super Bowl. Um, in 2018 but i had my boots on at the door i was ready to leave like the tv was on i had my boots on i was like i can't watch them lose this game and it's just because i care so much like it's i've learned how to watch things that are hard over the past couple years because i know that you still like to watch and show up for your team so i'm learning slowly but i'm not great at it yet (laughs) no i know i think it it doesn't give me anxiety. It, and I, I, uh, I do like to show up for my team. And also, it reminds me of how you like to watch movies over and over again because you could predict the results. And also, how like you try to read the last page of the book before you even read it, which is bonkers. And then, how you are constantly like Wikipediaing or like Jezebeling or who knows what. Jezebel. <laughs> I don't even know why I said that, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, ask Buzz Jeeves. Anyway. Ask, <laughs> no. Ask Jeeves. Anyway, you Craigslisted the results. I'm not sure, but ultimately, like, you spoil it for yourself. But I think No, just... I'm going to defend myself there. No, 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 That's no, not no. a... I didn't say, I didn't say you spoil it for yourself. I, I said, I said spoil it for yourself. <clears throat> from my perspective, Chaffron, Chaffron. Mm-hmm. Okay, say more. But I think it it calms you. So, like from my exactly. perspective, I'm like, oh, what a spoiler for you! It calms you and allows you to enjoy it. It's just yes, an type of thing. I get it. And I'm not saying I. I feel so I seen. It, actually, well, I know, but that was thank you. I to say I believe you. It's wow. That actually means a lot to me. Thank you. Yeah, it's super common for me. You know what I also believe? You know what I believe? What? I believe that you know how to put the cord back onto the vacuum cleaner behind you and it doesn't have to look like a bird's nest. (laughs) (laughs) No one who's listening can see this, but I had moved it because I wanted to continue vacuuming and I didn't have a chance to before you got home. So I would usually put the cord back the way it's supposed to be, but that was like Mm -hmm. temporary because I was going to continue vacuuming. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah. Cool, cool. So it's like a, yeah, a pause. Got, oh, cool. <laughs> I meant <Yeah>. to. 
Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I believe you, honey. <laughs> Thank you. I believe you can, you can do it. That's so validating, it. though. It's so validating. Is it disarming? Yeah, it super charming? disarming. It's actually very charming. Yes. Okay, let's talk about Kyrie. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's go. let's go to Kyrie, honey. What do you have to say oh, about wait, Kyrie? Wait, wait, wait. Let's let's talk about the NFL biggest surprises. Give me a couple big surprises. I'll give you a couple big surprises. Oh man, um, you have clearly prepared for this, and I have not. No, nope, I, I actually am just thinking. I, I'm the biggest surprises. Me. Okay, the biggest surprises, <clears throat> obviously, the Vikings. Wow, I did not see that coming. Um, the I mean, fact Kirk that must have went are. to church all of last all of off season. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even I don't even know what to say because I've not been a huge Kirk Cousins fan. I am a huge Justin Jefferson fan. Uh, he, that guy, he is the most talented receiver in the NFL right now. Um, in a league full of amazing receivers um is i would it wrong say to say is it wrong to say that kirk cousins is chick-fil-a personified no yeah i said that to carly today and i was like oh that was astute wow we also decided yeah, that we were turds swirling the drain before the new year oh good good that's a good <laughs> carly carly take care of yourself girl no she joined me i was already in the in the bowl <laughs> you were in the bowl i was already mm. in the bowl and i was like just join me okay okay don't um, flush us yeah save you save you for a bet um Thanks. i'm super disappointed in oregon because they're putting a chick-fil-a in their stadium um oh, wow. great for all the conservative fans who will go to the game or people who don't care but yeah it's still an organization that's very openly has been openly anti lgbt q yeah so yeah and but oregon um i was in portland over the election and apparently they passed the strictest gun law that's amazing news the strictest gun law in the u.s yeah 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 all right it was really interesting to be there for for an election um we had like a client shindig and like Everybody, everybody was just so, hearts were just so heavy. It was such a, a big, heavy day. But you, you sent me a note that LG, uh, that um, gay marriage might be codified soon. Yeah, I did. Jessica Yellen, um, who's uh, a reporter who brings you the news, not anxiety. Um, she does news, not, not noise. noise. Yeah, go follow Jessica Yellen on um, Instagram. She's incredible. And she posted that um, there was a group of bipartisan senators who believe they are confident that they have enough votes to codify same-sex marriage. Um, So they're expected to bring that to the table soon. That's which would be, yeah, an exhale when it happens. Yeah, (sighs) a huge exhale. I don't know if I told you, but I printed out like adoption documents for the kids. Oh, um, are we gonna put them up? Put them up for adoption. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. No, Jeff, for me, I printed. Bids. I'm taking printed bids. Them all out. That's interesting. I'm watching this game live, and the Eagles just intercepted four fourth down, or sorry, fourth quarter, twelve minutes left. 
it's 23-21 Washington, but the Eagles oh, just wow. intercepted on like the 10, 10 yard line. It was a deep ball, but still kind of blows. What were your, like what were your answers to, oh, I'm going to lose this yeah, game? Yeah, so my, so I've got a lot of surprises, to be honest with you. One, like the pair, like seeing the parody shift in the league. I, I don't know if I've been watching the NFL long enough like this to see such a shift, like to see the Giants be somebody, to see like, um, I mean, I don't want to say the Eagles because they, they, they won in, in recent years. Um, 2018 what's that 2018 yeah 2018 i mean even the bills is really interesting they used to be a bit of a laughing stock um i have a lot of fantasy players on cincinnati so i like i the future of that team is is incredibly exciting uh with jamar chase and joe burrow um so i mean i'm not surprised i guess i'm bummed about cleveland because i was really hoping that like we could just figure it out with Jacoby Brissett as quarterback versus Deshaun Watson. Like, would it be just not that it, they would not put him in, but like it would be, it would have been cool for Deshaun to come back at like, you know, seven and four, eight and three, anything just to be like, yeah, like whatever, chump change. Like we don't need you rapist. Um, and just go, go, go move on. I know they would never do that, but, um, some other like surprises is is just you know I'm not mad about it but uh-huh. I love seeing Aaron Rodgers the Packers like, that was gonna yeah, be like, my bro, other one like bro maybe maybe go to the maybe you have a brand new team maybe maybe show up at, at practice before the summer you know or during the summer before the season starts maybe invest a little time in bringing the team together as a fucking leader no man you're getting what you deserve. Yeah, they. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think I can anyway. follow that up with anything that's going to add, add no, to I the mean, conversation. I, mean, I just, I think, I love that we're not we're not talking about like the regular folks, you know, like we're not talking yeah. about the Patriots and um, the Patriots, you know, even Tom yeah. Brady is shown to be human. Still amazing. Yeah, he's going through some but, things. He's going human. through some things. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. If you read what they say on on the internet, sounds like you know relatively amicable. They're living next door to one another in Florida. Um, oh, that's what you okay. Can for when there's kids involved and stuff. Yeah, for sure. It's tough. Yeah, and they had their whole. What they're going through. No, no, and that's hard to speculate from the outside. Yeah. Um, so okay, so let's yeah. talk about Kyrie. Yeah, let's. What do you have to let's, say about Kyrie? Well. I let's just you know I don't even need to have Kyrie as part of the conversation. Okay, what I, do you want to talk I, about? Well, I'm just thinking like it's it's hard to like pull back and look at this from a micro perspective or macro perspective, which is the NBA is a business. Those teams run a business we could probably sit here for a little bit and name all of their revenue streams. Um, But, and I think when you think about that being a business, then you can understand if somebody's hurting their business, that there's going to be some repercussions to pay. Because I guess I, I grapple with like, um, you know, it's his, it's his account. 
Okay, but he has a platform and there's a lot of influence that he has. And he works for an organization and they have specific values that they tout and they want, they have a code of conduct. So like, I get it. It all comes back to being a business. And I think if we stop thinking about this, like the NBA, people are making bazillions of dollars. This is entertainment. If this dude worked at like waste management and he went and did these things, I'm pretty sure he would have actually been fired. Yeah. And that's, that's the big thing. Like when you're talking about anti-Semitism and, and especially dangerous when you have as big of a platform as he does. And unfortunately, because of 2016 and the leader that was put in power here, like people have been given um, free reign to kind of, you know, speak their mind. And unfortunately hate speech is not codified under any kind of federal law as a crime. So like all that we have for accountability is what organizations have deemed as, you know, not allowed and wrong. And And also like what, you know, Kyrie is one of the best athletes in the world. So he's also a ticket seller, a Jersey seller and money talks. So it's really, it's just, it's messed up. I mean, to see so many organizations walk away from Kanye and show it with their money. That was huge. Because a lot of them are taking a hit. I mean, they must have calculated the fact that it would take a greater hit by keeping him. But I just, yeah, I just, it's, it's interesting. And I, I can't help but like, I don't obviously know Kyrie. Um, you know, he was drafted to Cleveland. He was a rookie there, won a championship with him always been a bit of an instigator, but I also just wonder, like, is it a lack of self-awareness? Like, why do you even post something in this, like this in the first place? Like, did you know what you were doing? Like, that's the part I would love to just know the answer to. Yeah. Whether, I guess the question is, is he anti-Semitic or is he ignorant? Oh my God, there was just a fumble. Is it going to count? <laughs> oh my God, they did. So Washington just picks, just not just like fumbled and, and took it, took it the length. Let's see what's going to happen. Um, Yeah. I mean, I don't think he's anti-Semitic. I think he's immature. But this isn't the first time he's made comments like this or posted something in support of. anti-Semitic. He's really f- into learning about his history as a black man as a black man and i think he may may have look i don't i don't know what the post i don't even know what the post said i don't know what the film is about but i'm just trying to i like to try to look at like every single aspect unless it's been motivated that he was just trying to fucking stir the pot i just don't understand why post it in the in the first place yeah, well, within the first like 20, 25 minutes of the film, he posted about a film um, and it says the Holocaust didn't happen. Like it's like Is this a documentary. Big air quotes, big, oh, big, gotcha. air quotes. big air quotes. OK, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, I mean, did he even watch it like or was he supporting? You know what I mean? Like, I don't even. Yeah, but I, I mean, I hear where you're coming from. And I would argue that if you have a platform that big, like you have a responsibility 
to know what the fuck you're talking not even just know what you're talking about but like i think okay i think kylie's literally just learning that lesson like i think he's been more or less like follow me don't follow me like i'm gonna say what i want to say the earth's flat like it's it's interesting because it look if i were if i were a famous human being getting paid millions of dollars for a talent like I don't know. Like I would still want my private Instagram or my, like my Instagram to be used what I use it for now, which is looking up recipes, sports, (laughs) in touch with family. (laughs) But I'm serious. Like I want to make a second account, (laughs) you know, come on. Like, like, I don't know. That's work. And, and, and that, and that's a persona versus a real me. Like I, I just hope he doesn't get canceled. I'm not arguing for him. I'm just saying, Look, like, I think there's so many contextual pieces that I just don't think he thought of. I think he's learned his lesson. Um, actually, I, you know what I loved about his apology? Did he Did he mean it? What was his apology about? I, I don't know if you meant it, but I'll tell you what I loved where he, he went where people don't go, which is he basically said he said, I'm sorry. And he acknowledged that he got defensive. Like, cause remember he, he, there was like seven days where he didn't say anything or he didn't, he didn't say, I'm sorry. He didn't acknowledge what he, what he may have caused, but he did. He, he at least, I guess what I hate about apologies is when they're like, Oh yeah. Like, you know, I'm sorry. Da da da. Um, I didn't mean it. Uh, like you did mean it. And, and he said, basically, I did mean to make all those actions I took because I identified my feelings as being feeling very defensive that I needed to defend the fact that I'm not anti-Semitic or I don't remember what he said. Do you, do you have the apology up? Cause like, I really appreciate no. that very simple nuance. No, no, I don't. Um, I hear what you're saying though, in terms of like acknowledging that he was defensive and that's like, he had a reaction like a human being. Nobody does. And look, I don't, because that's a weakness. No. Well, and I also don't, I don't, I'm not a fan of cancel culture, but I am a fan of holding people accountable. So he was held accountable. I know. I know. And that's when he started to apologize is when his bank account was taking a hit. So I do agree that we need to allow room for people to change and to grow and that nobody is perfect and that you're going to mess up along the way. Okay, go ahead. No. So to all Jewish families and communities that are hurt and affected from my post, I am deeply sorry to have caused you pain and I apologize. I initially reacted out of emotion to being unjustly labeled anti-Semitic instead of focusing on the healing process of my Jewish brothers and sisters that were hurt from the hateful remarks made in the documentary. Like that's a, that to me is the biggest piece to pull out. Like he reacted out of emotion of being labeled something. He was defending himself and it didn't, it was not a good idea, but we can all understand that where we are get super stuck and bullish on not being the thing and you cloud your judgment into like what's actually happening. It's not you. It's not about you. It's about this whole thing. I actually think that either some PR person genius wrote that 
or, <laughs> but that acknowledgement and his willingness to acknowledge that I think is a big deal. Most, I have not seen that in an apology before. Totally. And especially on like a professional athlete level where you have a big audience and I, I, okay, we're going to take Kyrie as a person and that apology and like the situation without external impacts on it. I think, yes, people change and grow. And that's a really big acknowledgement of like, I was handling this emotionally and I'm actually like, am sorry. I think like what we'll see and if he can live up to his actions will be the second part of it. Like, okay, yes thank you. And like, let's see what happens. But also I think it's impossible to look at something like this without looking at how rampant like anti-Semitism and hate speech and, 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 and is right now. It's like in the last four years has been. Oh, of course. I mean, I think that's, yeah, he's Trump has given privilege to everybody to be to say what is actually on their mind in the worst way possible. But I think what's interesting is also uh, Sean King and Jessica Yellen, they highlight people all the time that do the same thing Kyrie did. And they have a much smaller platform. So the more, the bigger your platform, whether by default or not, like Kyrie is a talented basketball player. He didn't ask to be this famous. I'm not, again, I'm just saying, how do you hold the same accountable? Because you've got some of these like radio show hosts who are doing these things. I just saw a teacher in basically coming out to his black and brown students, I think somewhere in Texas saying that he, he's a white supremacist. Like, but but like what? No, exactly. So like, what is the same? What do you mean coming out? Like Like he told. Yes. Yes. I don't want, this is not the point. My point is, is like, okay. okay, how much money you make, how famous you are and how big your platform, you suffer more? No, but you have more responsibility. No, that's fucked up. Responsibility should be the fucking same. You're a human being. No. That's it. No, I don't agree. I don't agree. I don't have the platform that Kyrie has. Yes, I hold myself to the response to the, to the same standards and like So if I go and say and do what Kyrie did, what ha- what should happen to me? I mean, I'm not going to withhold your paycheck, but you could potentially lose your job. That's worse than what happened to Kyrie. Okay. Are you proving my point is wrong? (laughs) I'm very confused. (laughs) I'm very confused. No, it's just like, I don't think, I don't think platform, I don't think reach and platform amount of money matter. Like they need to figure out something else. Like this whole cancel culture like another way to hold people. I'm not arguing for, I'm not arguing for cancel culture. I'm not in favor of cancel culture. I think because more people are watching and paying attention, the, you know, however million people that follow him, like he's reaching more people with the words that he's using and the messages he's putting out there. And they're not all gonna like believe the follow-up apology or think like, Oh, oh, this view has changed. Some of them are just going to glom on to the first. So I think 
I'm I'm not at all saying that that we should cancel people by any means. I'm just saying that because of the platform he has, there's more responsibility. And I see you watching the game. Is something exciting happening? Yeah, it's nuts.com commercial. No, I'm just thinking. <laughs> I don't think there's a salt. I don't think there's like a like a good like no, bow I just, for I just this. Think there's like an irrationality around like if the words the same words came out of the same uh, out of people out of two different people's mouths that one had a platform and one made money and one didn't like the fact that those those results or what happens to them is so drastically different i mean i'm sure it all makes sense like from a percentage base right like i have only so much to lose I can't lose the same amount of Ky- that Kyrie has to lose, but I just there's still this they're still just human beings with like what the, what you know they have from you know Kyrie went to one year for school like you know what I mean like the faculties that they have are still the same we're you know when we're ta- we're not talking about somebody that like has their PhD and is making millions of dollars by teaching and is you know constantly surrounded by thought leadership and you know had a great upbringing like we're talking about people that probably sure there are sure there are a ton of socioeconomic like things that are not being included in this conversation i mean we could also talk about how like a ceo or an executive at a company could say something like this and instead of being fired they would just be moved to a consulting position or like something like that where it's like they're not actually being punished or held accountable they're still going to get their shares yeah so like there's elements of power that play into this um and i mean Mm. it all comes back to to money (laughs) like the revenue generating part of it that you mentioned earlier i know yeah i know it's interesting i mean i really like adam silver of all the of all the you know, big three commissioners. He seems to get a lot of it right. Um, he's also a Jewish man. And, you know, I. it's all very orchestrated and we're not seeing it, but I'm sure there's a very strict order of operations that will, is just unfolding before our eyes. I just think it's a really complicated situation, you know? Like, you got all these NBA yeah. players that are just like, mate, you know, like, he did it. He apologized. He he did the thing and now you want him to like have this five, 10 step program um, to prove it out, which is just like, okay, like there's no standardization. And I think like, you know, you go back to the Deshaun Watson thing and it's like, okay, 20 fucking five women. He should, he should get sentenced for each one of those women, you know, like, and it's just, it's just so fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. The lack of consistency makes it. <laughs> Welcome to our sports podcast where we discuss the hard issues. <laughs> yeah. Did they fumble again? Oh my god. Okay, so Jalen, holy shnikes. Shnadidas. I mean, do um, I need to so come out there and watch Washington- the game cuz I'm No, no, no. Okay, we're going to wrap. We're going to wrap. This was a fucking heavy one. So <laughs> Washington is w- up 26 to 21. Jalen Hurts is at his own 30 through a long bomb, nailed it down. The guy's like at the 30. He falls, 
but he's nobody nobody's there so he gets back up and he tries to keep running dude tackles him ball comes out and then it gets it gets picked up by washington so now they were about to basically he should have just fucking fallen on it like you're there man oh my gosh washington might actually do this Wow, Which you I'm just said that out loud. About. I mean, I don't, don't even get Which anyone listening to this is going to be like old news <laughs> by the time they listen. I know. Finally, I oh know. Oh my gosh. All right, no, we're dunsies, but like we've got a f- four more episodes coming up before the end of the year. We're going to have some fun guests. Catherine's twin sister, Marissa, is going to finally join us on the podcast. And I think we're going to have a couple other folks join us um, as well. Otherwise, we wrap up the year, but we're pretty excited. We need to talk about our fantasy football. I'm having lunch with Kate, having dinner with Kate, I mean, on Wednesday. So she beat me yesterday, which was my bye week. I I have three Cincinnati stunners and whatever. I'm still like <laughs> only two losses. Talking about fantasy football. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, if Washington no, pulls this team. win out, it's going to do great things for my pick and play pool at work because a lot of folks picked the eagles to win tonight so we'll see no i already won my two picks and uh the bummer for me is that i have four eagles players who are not doing great um on this team so (laughs) i'm I'm not gonna win my fantasy game but uh congratulations whitney but um yeah whitney's beating me with a one player on a buy on her team Oh wow! Yeah, she played a lineup that has one one less player than I do, and I'm gonna lose. That's pretty sad. That's pretty sad. Okay, yeah, we're gonna wrap this up. Yeah, Um, but don't worry, we have one pops parlay coming up for you all, and also it needs to be known that I think my dad had like a bit of a perfect record, uh, like our last three parlays. So you know, his his bets are hot. You may want to pick up a couple of them. So Hot we'll, bets. we'll check you later. Hot bets. This has been fun. So glad to be Thanks back. Thanks for the combo, back, honey. Back again. Chaffee, back, back, back one last again. time. I believe you. Oh, the best. Thanks, honey. Okay. Ciao for now, y'all. <laughs> Bye. Hello, everybody. This is Papa. Back in action after quite a long layoff. Uh, part of it health related the last two, two and a half weeks, I've been sidelined with bronchitis, uh, starting to feel a lot better now and better enough to give you a winning parlay. Uh, our last time out, we did hit a winning parlay, a three teamer, and I hope to keep that string alive. Uh, today. We'll start out with the Cleveland-Buffalo game. Currently, uh, I'm pulling for the under. And right now, it's under 43 points. Um, there is forecast of snow in Buffalo. And when you say snow in Buffalo, I'm not talking inches. I'm talking feet. So... I've seen reports of two feet, three feet, four feet. If that comes to fruition, this game is going to be one of those slip and slide deals and not much scoring. Right now, we're sitting at 43 points 
the earlier you can bet this, if you see the weather turning that way, the better, because that over-under is going down. But if you can catch it now, it's at 43. That's pick one. Pick two is Cincinnati. Cincinnati will be playing in Pittsburgh. Cincinnati outclasses Pittsburgh by a mile in my mind. They're only laying four points. Uh, as much as I hate taking road favorites, I love their quarterback and do not care for the rookie in Pittsburgh. So let's take Cincinnati minus four points. The third leg of this parlay will be the TCU Horned Frogs. Uh, they're playing Baylor. They're only laying two and a half points at Baylor. I do not see TCU letting this once-in-a-lifetime chance at the college playoffs go awry. They're currently in fourth place, undefeated, and there's no reason for them to trip up here. So let's put together Cleveland under 43, Cincinnati minus four, and TCU minus two and a half. If you're looking for a sleeper, there's talk that Allen, the quarterback for Buffalo, will not play this weekend. The line right now is minus eight. Uh, Buffalo is a little hot under the collar, and I don't care who the quarterback is. And they're playing Cleveland, who's lost five out of six. So if that line slips down anywhere between four and six, I'd grab Buffalo. I don't care who the quarterback is. So that's what you have from Papa today. And I hope to make you a penny richer. Have a great day.